oh wow I was in the back seat of the car um, nothing was broken um, I, I crashed 100 meters down a vertical cliff um, that was the spot that I had chosen so and then in that moment of course the rain starts God opens up the heavens and <laughs> starts raining down upon me and, and it was in that moment I thought oh what are you going to do now you can't even kill yourself you can't even get that right you stupid girl so <laughs> What are you going to do now? Are you going to sit here and feel sorry for yourself? Or are you going to pick yourself up and get yourself back up again? friend welcome back if you are new here i'm joan chan your host of the podcast find joy with joyan thank you for joining us every week for the most authentic courageous and powerful connections with a lot of fun thank you for showing up for yourself today to continue to learn and grow to live a life with joy passion purpose and success in your own style on your own terms and our guest today is someone I stumbled across online and got connected with. Someone I am very excited to finally talk to, you know, face to face. She is a passionate and slightly crazy individual who leads with her heart. And her philosophy is that life is too short to be a spectator sport and she has learned to embrace every moment with both hands. She learned early on the price of success and the cause of failure. Watching her parents grow a large business, gaining recognition worldwide, and then watching the tragedy and devastation on the family as all was lost. After her suicide attempt failure at 18, she decided to ditch her double degree and stick with one thing that she knew she loved, which is eating. And this led her into the crazy world of hospitality and her deeper curiosity in understanding the workings of the human mind and body. So she is here today to help you to love all parts of yourself unconditionally. So guys, help me welcome the highly gifted, the passionate and the one and only Kelly Sanders. If you have been listening to this podcast, then you will know I'm a big believer of the universe and the law of attraction. So I'm happy to welcome one of our new sponsors, Get the Law of Attraction. They are a spiritual, inspirational company that gives you something really good like chocolate chip cookies to feed your soul and your mind every single day. They provide daily Instagram posts and reels on the universe, gratitude and spirituality for your headache life. They also have an educational course on the law of attraction and gratitude and their links are in the show notes below. Please follow and support them. DM them on Instagram with promo code JOYAN, J-O-Y-A-N for some valuable free gifts and discounts. Hi Kelly, welcome to the show. I'm so excited that you are here today. You know, we have been texting back and forth and like we have been talking through emails and Facebook for a while now and I'm really excited um, and really happy to finally speak with you. Thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it's absolutely honour. You know, it's been absolute um, joy connecting with you and getting to know a little bit more about you, Joanne, and all the beauty and joy you're bringing into the world. So thank you so much for having me in this space. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm so grateful. And um, so first, can you share with my 
uh, audience, you know, more about what you do, because I know you do a couple of things and it's all evolving around wellness and energy and healing. And, and we'll get into how we got connected very, very soon and what you did for me. But first, can you share more about yourself and the work you do today, you know, um, with my audience? Yeah, certainly. So thank you so much for being here. I call myself the energy expert. So I guess for me, my life and my life story is all about finding what you love and making the most of every moment. So um, yeah, my background, of course, is uh, I, I was 18. I didn't really know what I wanted to do with myself. My background was I was a, a shop kid. So I grew up in the business world. I understood very young about corporates and how the world worked and um, really developed an understanding of people versus profits. And that's really been my core or soul value that's come through my life is understanding how we are connected with this world and with our heart and our desires and how that shows up for us in our life. So a little bit about me. I'm um, My background has just been about following my heart, following my love. Um, and it has led me through into a beautiful career in hospitality. It was my first love was understanding food, um, and I just fell into that career, and that led me into my natural therapies, which I've been doing for the past 15 years as well. So, yeah, I've got a whole raft of uh, tricks up the sleeve, I suppose you could say, <laughs> tools in the toolkit um, that I like to use to help people um, balance their mind, body, and spirit all together as well so they can just have a happy life, <laughs> just have a happy, simple easy life and get back to why they're here and what they've got to give to the world so this is a little bit about what I'd like to do and create in my space when I'm around so, and help people with that is beautiful okay so now I just want to give my audience a little insights into how we met right so we met in one of the uh, uh, communities for female entrepreneurs and I was drawn to your message you know I was drawn to your message and your energy and um and the kind of the work uh the kind of work you do which is face reading and to be honest face reading is not something new to me right here in asia yeah so but frankly speaking i have not done face reading before personally which is why i was intrigued by it and i don't know like something something inside was just telling me to talk to you right to reach out to you and so i did and i reached out to you for a reading and and i must say the message that came back was just really helpful and it truly touches my soul especially the card reading that you did for me afterwards so i know you have roughly shared with me uh, at the beginning um, when we first connected how you and the story behind why and how you stumbled upon face reading but I want to hear all about it you know and my listeners of course they would love to know so can you share with us like how did you first discover face reading and why did you decide that why did you decide to continue on this path and help others today with face reading yeah, it was something similar to you, actually. I was working at the moment um, in a shop, actually, at the time, in an ice cream shop, an internet cafe, when they just first come out, <laughs> back in the back in the old days, back in the 2000s. Um, and then I just discovered, of course, this, I had this brochure, and a friend of mine that I um, was looking after their children, I was doing a little bit of nanny with them, and I was at a space in my life where my relationship wasn't really good, and it was broken, and I didn't understand what was going on with my relationship and they introduced me with this brochure to this little face was staring back at me at work every day and it was this Indian fella called Herman Mueller who I didn't realize who he was at the time but every time I went to work a bit like you his face kept <laughs> looking at me and looking into my soul and I was like what is going on and he was calling me <laughs> to go do this workshop and I was like oh what is this workshop what is this all about and had absolutely no idea um, about anything to do with energy. I didn't come from that background. My 
dad's an accountant, my uncle's an engineer, so I was very much logically based in a lot of my thinking as well. So um, it was quite a new experience for me. So I ended up jumping in the car, traveling down and, and meeting this amazing man called Human Nula. And as soon as I met him and he gave me a hug, just in that first instance when I first connected with him, he knew more about me in that first five minutes and I knew about myself in those, you know, 26 years prior to that that I've been on this earth. And and that was one of those really life-changing and sort of profound, powerful moments when you go, wow, (laughs) what is this all about? (laughs) What is this face reading, (laughs) this body analysis, and how do you understand what's going on? And and so that was my start into understanding, you know, what uh, quantum physics and, you know, watching things like the story and, you know, um, what, you know, what's that one? Um, what the bleep and the butterfly effect and all of those beautiful things and understanding how that ripple effect of who we are and how we're showing up in the world and our understanding or understanding of who we are on a soul level can really impact those around us as well so um, and creating that happy space for ourselves so you know that was one of those moments where you meet someone and go wow <laughs> they are just incredible and, and what they know just blows you away yeah you, you know like you you get that active curiosity and go Oh, I want to know more about what this is and how this works for me as well. So, uh, yeah, exactly. And so now I was reading through your bio and you mentioned it's a long one, right? And you talk about your background and um, now I want to talk about because something that really hit me is because in your bio, you mentioned that you were trying to commit suicide at the age of 18, right? And uh, yeah. you don't mind sharing. Um, I want to know like what happened that led you to the point where you were wanting to take your own life at such a young age. And most importantly, I want to know how did you pick yourself up and how did you drag yourself out of the darkness after such a breakdown? Like if you don't mind sharing your stories. Yes, thank you for bringing them up. So yeah, as your viewers may not realize, I've recently just released a chapter in a, a really powerful book compilation um, where a lot of those other beautiful women, it's all about their transformations and self-healing and journey back to themselves. And so for me, that chapter has been a really powerful connection back to that story when I was 18, as you've just brought, brought up. So yeah, I, at the time, um, yeah, I mentioned my parents. I, I was really lucky. I grew up in a household where my mum was an international, um, very well-renowned sports star. So um, back in the time when women didn't play sports, um, so she did very well. She was a captain for a women's cricket team in New Zealand and had an amazing career with that. So that was always her number one focus was always on her sports and and then the business and then the family. So that was kind of the priorities <laughs> in my household growing up. Um, and then also my dad, I learned how to dream of him as well. And so what that meant for me in my household is I was taught to work hard, study hard, you have a good life, and then you'll be happy, you know, and following that rhetoric of you go to school, you study, you be a good girl, you go to uni, you get good grades, you do well, you get a good job, and you get married and live happily ever after. So that was kind of the, the rhetoric that had been going on on my subconscious when I was growing up. Um, and so when I got to university, of course, I, was, I did very well at school. Um, I was in all the extension classes, you know, always trying to do the best and everything from sports to study and then got to university with and decided I was going to study a double degree in law and commerce um, and then started actually understanding what was actually going on in the system 
And so by understanding the law, I started realising how our legal and justice system was set up and how the foundations and that were so uh, so corrupt in the way things were determined through the aspect of man. And it was set on precedents that were sometimes out of date, out of mode, and you were taking people's lives away based on a series of wrong errors. So I found that a little bit discouraging, <laughs> you know, and as, as well as also growing up in a, a corporate background and being the fly on the wall and being the child in the shop. When you're growing up in the adult world, you hear and understand a lot of things that they don't necessarily understand or think you understand at that time. And you see um, where people's motivations are, where their heart truly, truly does lie and what is important to them. So I got disillusioned with the system and that's what happened. I was also studying psychology and then I realized from all the placebo studies that you know, if you actually had a placebo group, they were actually doing 30% better than the ones who were on medication. So of course, then I started questioning the pharmacy um, industry and what was happening in the pharmacy industry as well. And yeah, it was just, I think it was a realization. It wasn't, it was just a spontaneous thing. I drove up the hills one night. I was sitting up there having a think about all of this. And I thought, why do I want to be in a world like this? Why do I want to exist in a world where we are all here just to hurt each other? And this is what we're doing because that was what I, I was seeing and that was what I was reflecting. And, you know, I felt I had to save the world. <laughs> and so I was trying to carry all that on my shoulders and and so it was in that moment it was just a split decision an instant decision I thought right and I'm just gonna I've had enough of this I don't want to be part of this story I don't want to be part of this rhetoric I'm just going to drive my car off a cliff and so I went right okay took in the view <laughs> at the top of the hill and then I was like right I'm, I had worked out the corner on the way up and I was like right I'm just going to shoot down this hill as fast as I can and drive off the cliff and, and so that's what I did um and then it was in that moment you're saying how did you pull yourself out of it and it was in that moment when the car left the road and was going over the hill off the cliff and it was in that moment I was suspended there for a couple of seconds it was almost like I was on angel's wings and it was like oh okay what's this about and then as a, as a car hit I had no seatbelt on and my vision was I'd go flying through windscreen and if, if nothing else I'd you know, sit on my juggling up or something and die. You know, that was kind of the plan. <laughs> a bit glory, I'm sorry, but that, that was where I was going with it. But yeah, as soon as I impacted and landed, I, I um, you know, after that initial impact, it was like, oh, wow, I was in the back seat of the car. Um, nothing was broken. Um, I I crashed 100 metres down a vertical cliff. Um, that was the spot that I had chosen. So, and then in that moment, of course, the rain starts. God opens up the heavens and it starts raining down upon me. And, and it was in that moment, I thought, oh, what are you going to do now? You can't even kill yourself. You can't even get that right, you stupid girl. So, what are you going to do now? Are you going to sit here and feel sorry for yourself? Are you going to pick yourself up and get yourself back up again? And so that was a decision that I guess I had to make in that instance. And um, and so I did. I, I pulled myself back up. You know, it's, uh, I only had a few scratches, surprisingly, miraculously. I don't even know how I, I got out of the car and just crawled myself up in the rain, pulled myself up that cliff. And then just walked six k's back to um, civilization because I was in the middle of nowhere and just um, rang rang my partner at the time, his um, brother, and said, "Can you come get me at like three a.m. in the morning?" So, and I guess through that process, I just um, I understood, yeah, how do you pull yourself back out? Up again, it's, again, I went through the psychologist and make sure I'm not too crazy and understanding how the system works. And he said, "No, that." 
it's um absolutely perfectly normal and what you did was actually quite understandable um so just by giving me some tools as well to actually help help manage you know that stress and those expectations that we put on ourselves sometimes because sometimes it can be our own worst demise as well and then just being able to find the joy in the moments and so that's what I decided from that point forth is like I'm just going to make the most every moment I don't know if I'm going to be dead or alive tomorrow so I'm not going to get too caught up in the why what how else I'm just going to be and so that that was a decision I made through that experience so. Oh my God, I love that story so much. It was so real and uh, I could I could feel like I was there with you, right? When you, you know, talk about story and obviously you had such an incredible life journey and many different life experiences. And you said, you know, you, you just mentioned that you are someone who follow your heart and you lead with your heart and you just live in the moment, you know, with joy, no matter what happened, right? Regardless of, uh, because you wouldn't know what, what's going to happen next. So you know, like following your heart and following your intuition is a common piece of advice that we hear all the time, right? People tell you all the time, just follow your heart as though it's going to solve all your problems. But to be honest, it's not always easy to do, right? It's not always easy to do. So as someone who follows your heart, right? How how would you, like what does leading with your heart really mean to you? And how would you tell people to follow their heart? Like how would you encourage people to do the same? Yeah, what does it mean? especially spiritual people and they throw it around all the time and it's like well, what does that actually mean so for me to put it in everyday terms I'd say go with the guts you know that's something we say a lot I don't know if you're familiar with that term over in Asia but in New Zealand we're like yeah just follow your guts you know and so for me that's where you know understanding the nutrition side of it and the energy flow of it and being in that space that you can receive that information because there's two aspects to it as well you know you you have to be in a space that one you actually know what it is that you, that message that's trying to be communicated with you right <laughs> so you've got to know what that sound is what that feeling is what that looks like for you um you know if it's something that you love then how is that going to make you feel well is it going to make you feel sad and heavy and hard well probably not if it's something you love it's going to be light and warm and soothing you know and comforting and so understanding okay well if I'm in that situation how is that making me feel right now and because I'm a very kinesthetic or empathic kind of soul so I work a lot with that sound uh, you know with that feeling but if you're a sound orientated person then again you know that might be how you identify through your senses you sense the world through your senses so you've got an understanding of how you show up in the world and how the cells in your body become members of what your heart space is. So you're starting to get that biomechanical feedback from what's happening through your senses and understanding how that's going to influence what it is that you love, right? Does it make you feel good? It doesn't not make you feel good, <laughs> you know? And that's a really, really easy way of looking at it. So in a practical approach, if you wanted to list it, you could do it like that. You could use your pendulum. You can just feel into it. You can meditate breathe into it um so I always work with my clients and say what is it that you love you know what what is it that your is your passion and usually you can take them back through regression work back to when they were a child as well and often when we were five or six we already knew what we wanted in the world it was just that we started to forget because everybody else started telling us what they wanted and so suddenly we want to try please everybody else and soften that you know that reflection work we need to do to bring back our spirit 
bring back our, you know, we call it wairua in New Zealand, which means your spirit and um, bringing back your essence to yourself. So, and that's really the key, I think, is um, having clear boundaries, knowing what it is you're passionate about and being able to communicate that to the world in a way that supports you in the best sense too, so. How did you mm. how did you take people through the process? Because okay, did you know that you what you wanted to be, like who you wanted to be, what you wanted to do when you were five or six? No, right? No. I mean, yeah, I don't even know. And this okay, That's I wanted to, I remember I wanted to become a, an artist. You know, I was always into art and design and yeah, I love drawings, but that was what yeah. I, who I wanted to be when I was like five, six years old. But now I'm like doing completely different things, right? So how do you help people to find out their passion, like their true purpose, I would say. Yeah. And so quite often you can tap into their, um, their self, the essence of their spiritual self as well and identify what their true passion is. And even through um, our face, you can tell what industry would best suit some people as well. You know, are they communicators? Do they have a round face? And they're very open and they're sociable. You know, so you can use lots of um, different ways and, and methods to do that. And when I'm working with my clients, and it's again just having a conversation like this and just really tapping into what their heart space is and what that needs to be in that moment. So um, everybody is varied because we all have different paths that we've walked as well, if that makes sense. So if you wanted it, <laughs> do you want a specific process that <laughs> you're kind of looking for? <laughs> So obviously that's a tool I use. That's really easy for me. I can tap into people's energies and understand the balance within themselves, right? Because it's all about bringing it back to that balance for that yin and yang and how that's showing up in our lives as well. Um, and that's sometimes, you know, you can have things that you love, but you might not be able to do them because of time restrictions or, you know, you're just having to pay the bills or you're in, in that space where it's just not quite working out for you right now. Like, you may, hey, I might want to be an artist and paint all day, but <laughs> unfortunately, I've got to be a re realist and also be in this world as well. And so how do I bring those two aspects together within myself too? So, you know. I love how I just circle back into, you know, back to a face reading. And now I just want to know, like, if, yeah, I don't really want a specific, um, process but of course we'll talk about that in your program I'm sure that's what you do right so what are some of the key because you mentioned about again like face reading what are some of the key elements um when it comes to face reading if you can share like if you don't mind sharing some tips and secrets with me and my listeners like how do you tell by a person just by looking at their face like whether it's round or like square or you know like how do you know first impression like first instinct who they are like what kind of person they are yeah, so the process is quite cool. So um, usually you'll do like a soul's blueprint and that's your general um, overall face shape. And as we know, it's just going back to school and doing our basic geometry, right? So we know our basic shapes. We've got a square, a rectangle, a triangle, a circle, an oval, you know, and that's actually understanding how the ancient geometry um, links us into the tree of life and the essence of the environment as well and our inner environment and our outer environment so you know that's really um key understanding in that as well um sorry i've lost my train of thought back to the question <laughs> i refreshed my memory <laughs> sorry it's okay so like what are some of the key elements that i was asking like 
let's say if you look at me, if you never, if you never, uh, because of course before that, I, you asked me to send some pictures and my face without makeup. I was like, okay, are you serious? So, um, like just, so what is the first thing that you look at when you, someone sends you a picture? Is it the shape or is it? First thing I look at is, is your overall face shape. So, you know, for example, for yourself, it's like, okay, what, what is the general overall face shape? And then there will be a combination with some people of different um, shapes, you know, as well. They might have a, a circular top part and then it might be more triangular at the bottom. So, again, it's just understanding. So each of those shapes have a different characteristic. So, for example, someone who's got a square head or a block head <laughs> tends to be someone who's very grounded, very practical, very down to earth. So the energy, of course, for the straight lines is, that, again, that energy is going down and grounding it straight to earth. Um, and then if you've got someone who's a bit more flexible and a bit more fluid, then, of course, that's going to be more of your circle, of course, because that's your curvature. Um, so then that's more your kind of feminine energy generally as well. So um, and they're going to be more easygoing. They're going to be more sociable, more likable. And then interesting enough, when you move into the rectangle and the oval, that is a higher, um, higher sense of purpose with that as well. So you'll find these people are more like your enforcers. They'll be more like your lawyers or your um, judges or your teachers, or the ones who are going to be more like your leaders in society as well. And so, yeah, what you're doing with the face is you're breaking down each part of it as well, and then looking at um, the characteristics. So look at the overall face shape, then you look at the balance between the left and the right side. So, um, for example, your right-hand side of your face is your masculine energy, and then like your left-hand side of your face is all your feminine energy. So Again, you go, all right, well, let's look at your eyes. How are your eyes sitting within your face? Are they balanced? Is one more withdrawn? Is one further forward? Is one bigger? Is one smaller? What is that meaning for you and how is that showing up? So our eyes represent our heart. So that it represents, of course, our heart chakra. So if our heart chakra is shut, then our eyes are going to be more shut. Why are our eyes going to be more shut? Because we're not expressing what we want in our heart. So again, then you're going to start looking at other parts of the face and going through. And you can really paint that picture for people as well, you know, down to the nose, the cheeks, the lips. And then you can look at people's health, overall health as well through through face reading. And I mean, I'm only a baby as far as I totally respect the Chinese culture of face reading has been around for 4,000 years and it gets passed down through generations. And I know that they used to use it, you know, for... Um, guides for the king as well and they used to use it for a prophecy as well I'm not quite at that standard yet but <laughs> something to work towards right is that they can they can use it to forecast fortune um, you know they look at the moles on your faces and they know what that means they look at all the different houses so there's so much detail that you can actually go into it once you've really got that and that understanding and when it's been passed down through the generations as well I mean the wealth of knowledge there just incredible so um you know you can use it for every aspect of your life from your relationships through to your fortune to your um your career through to you know your home life as well so it's all mapped out for you on your face yeah it sounds very complicated you know like how long did it take for you to learn like this um face reading like how long did it take for you to learn Doing it for about 15 years, I suppose, all up now. Um, my intro 
course was a, um, it was pretty intense 10 days, but I would say we were doing about 18 hours. So it was pretty intense 180 hour course, which was really good. And, and then of course, checking back in and going through and, and doing the masters and the teachers of level of that as well. Um, and just having that personal experience and practice looking at faces as well you know because faces are everywhere so you know we're lucky you can just even I used to go sit down at the supermarket or whatever and just look at people's noses <laughs> you know as they're going fast <laughs> you go okay well what kind of nose is that so the nose is our ego right so that's all about our financial flow too so it's really interesting you know you can just um, kind of use it like that and being in hospitality and community and customer service for so long, you know, I'm always in front of people and um, understanding that relationship too as well, social behaviour. So um, that's what I love about it is um, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own story and our, our bodies tell our story. We just have to listen and <laughs> learn to listen to what they're telling us, you know. Yeah. And how did you, when did you first discover your own spiritual gift? Like, because I know you also do card readings, right? You also help people to develop their own spiritual um, gift. So how did you first discover yours? Um, I, I suppose I kind of like a lot of people and ignored it for a while. I, I always had an act of curiosity in it from, from a young child. Um, I was always interested in ghosts and things like that, but I um, wasn't really talked about in my household. Nobody really mentioned spirituality, I suppose, growing up. So... Um, but there would be moments, you know, where people passed over or, or my grandparents had pa passed over. And I remember for, before my granddad passed over, he said, can you take your mum home tonight? She's been here for too long. She needs to go rest. They're coming to get me. And I said, what do you mean they're coming to get you? And he said, yeah, they're ready to come and get me. You need to, you need to convince your mum to go home now so that I can pass over and I was like ah oh, this is me at 15 going oh okay <laughs> all right then all right I hear what you're saying um and then yeah, you just gave me a party a party message as well so you know there's been moments like that through through my life even after I tried to commit suicide um unfortunately my boyfriend at the time his best friend decided to copycat what I did and he was actually successful um, and unfortunately did it down the same hill except he decided to put his car straight into the wall at the bottom of the hill and the impact from that killed him on instant so but there was a situation after that of course in the house where his energy was in there the lights were flicking on and off you know there's a lot of things like that so in a profound and, and, and where I actually started working with energy quite profoundly was probably about only five years ago to be honest in a big sense and that was when um, my husband got very unwell and he was in hospital and he said to me Kelly you're gonna to have to protect the children and I said what do you mean I'm gonna to have to protect the children <laughs> like I'm a real kind of black and white kind of girl eh? a real simple country girl I saw this mumbo jumbo stuff you know <laughs> and I was like hey. so we're always open about spirituality we've always talked about it but you know so it was interesting and I said okay then well how, how am I going to do that and so he said yeah you're going to have to do it like this and and at the time he um he got very unwell and we were running a food business and he went from being perfectly healthy on the Friday to being hospitalized like having a stroke on the Monday so um, through that experience of course I, I realized I, I didn't actually know how to run my business uh, parts of it because he'd always taken care of it so being the chef that he was I suddenly had this situation on my hands where I had to look after the business run a business I wasn't 
entirely sure how I could do exactly what he did, being my master chef and doing everything from scratch. And so, and then also dealing with the spiritual aspect of finding myself. And so, yeah, it was in that moment, funny enough, this links back to my suicide story. And I promised myself after that incident at 18, I would never, ever think that again or do that. And I remember being in the shop one day and having this moment where I went, oh my God, somebody help me in my head because I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. I'm about to lose it. Someone come help me. You know, that, that was how I was feeling. And then funny enough, within half an hour, one of my customers walked in and she goes, I hear you need some help. And I went, did you say out loud that you need help? No, I just oh my head. <laughs> So it was one of those moments, I know, and I was just like, oh, you know, <laughs> angels were listening, and I was like, oh, this is my angel, she's, she's just walked in my door, um, and so funny enough, she came and helped me with my business, run my business, but at the same time that here we are, cooking chicken and chips, she was teaching me how to clear energy, find energy, um, and do all this energy kind of work at the same time, and, and so... I had a bit of a, a boot leg, uh, I guess, a, a apprenticeship under her and just learned um, everything that she knew because she'd been a psychic for 30 years and she was a, a beautiful Kiwi lady, um, knew the traditional ways of uh, Rungawa medicine and um, I was able to bring that through with her teachings. So, yeah, I was very honoured and very lucky and, and um, she would tell me to do something and I had no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> she'd be like, just just do this in the process and I'd go, okay and then I'd do that and she's like oh you just did it and I'm like oh well was that supposed to be hard because <laughs> you've got no experience or no prior knowledge so you know I just learned through her leadership and it, and it was amazing because she you know she gave me the confidence as well um to believe in myself because that was the other thing is self-doubt had been a big issue for me um and it's one of those emotions is just having that confidence to believe in yourself that you can do it um, and so when you're dealing with spirit, of course, it's like dealing with a new language. <laughs> you kind of sometimes learn the translation, right? <laughs> so what are you actually trying to show me? You know, what does a bell mean? <laughs> like, what, what is that? What, what am I telling them about the bell? You know, and so it was about understanding how to listen, how to trust, and then how to kind of communicate that to people as well and you know that all starts with your breathing you know that's where your breathing is just so important because that's how you you still the mind and you can listen to spirit and so I actually spent probably about a good six months just stilling my mind and using my breathing to actually be able to connect with spirit and then once I had that sorted I sweet <laughs> so in a profound way how, how do you help someone? Let's say, let's say I, I'm not so connected to my spirit yet. How would you, like, what are some of the um, steps or what are some of the first few steps that I need to take in order to connect more to my spirit? Like, let's say, tap into my intuition more or like started to listen and trust. Like, how do I, like, what are some of the first few steps that I can take to do yeah, that? Yeah, it's a great Gratitude is a great one and a really easy one. Um, and it's something that's in our culture anyway, through if you're religious and through prayer, you know, you, that's what you're doing each day as well, is you're using that gratitude. 
And so, of course, what gratitude does is it helps lift your vibration. And so if you're wanting to work with spirit, then you need to lighten your vibration, right? Because spirit is obviously very light. It's like the air. Um, and being humans, we're very dense and we're very heavy. And then when we have emotional baggage or bad things happen to us and we feel sad or mad or whatever it is, um, then again, that's where the breathing comes in and you can start to learn to release as well and rise yourself, you know, your energy up to a level that you can connect. So some really basic stuff you can do. Um, some, I teach people how to do six energy basic clearings that they do every day. And that just helps clear your energy. So one of the ones you can do, I know we're on a podcast as well, but you can just clear your energy. And you'll see um, when we do the haka in New Zealand, as the women use their hands like oars and they just clear the energy all over your over your body. And you can do this very, very easily yourself. You can try it now, even as you're doing it. And then what you're feeling is as you're doing that, it's that shifting of that energy and you're taking off I think of it almost like you're getting residuals from people throughout the day. You kind of get negative energy will stick to you. They might say something bad to you or someone might cut you off or, you know, something might just happen throughout the day. And then if you're not aware of it, it will get stuck to you. So what that does is it just helps clear your energy field as well. You know, and you can use water. So a lot of people use water or crystals or oils. or So there's so many um, different ways you can use it and sound and light, of course, there's something that's free and there's so many free resources that we can use to help with our spiritual connection too so um and then the next step is connecting you with the guides and understanding how to do that so you know breath, breath work and meditation is always the place where i start with people and it doesn't mean you have to like meditation <laughs> you don't have to sit there like a buddha monk but you know there's different ways that you might be an active person and so it's about tapping into that style of meditation for you that might be a bit more um conducive you know again what is your personality <laughs> and how, how do you roll are you introvert or extrovert what's gonna what's gonna work with you and your spirit and who you are so, mm-hmm. yeah that's kind of i would um lead people through that so i did your eight-week um self-healing course and that is about taking people through those first few processes, uh, connecting with your spirit guide. So I'm kind of like the tour guide on the bus. I will take you through the process and you actually do it. I don't do it for you. I teach you how to do it. Um, and then you can do it anytime that you want as well. You're connected with your guides from then forever. And you understand how that works. You understand your energy basics. And then we do some beautiful meditations as well, which are guided and they take you through and they heal different parts of your heart as well so you know forgiveness is another big one Um, use your gratitude and use your forgiveness and use thanks you know start the day off with five things you're grateful for and just write it down and get into that space and feel that energy you know and and see how your day is different when you start it off in a really positive and uplifting kind of way so so is that the program that you are going to launch that you just yes right Okay, so tell me more about that. I know you already uh, mentioned a few things that people will learn. I'm so excited for you and I'm so excited for people who are going to join your program. So uh, share more about the program. Like, is that everything that you learn, like how to connect with your spirit, like gratitude and meditation? Um, and uh, what is it about? Like, what what is the uh, name of the program? Like, how long is that? And how, you know, most importantly, how, how can people join if they are interested? Yeah, hopefully they're all excited now. Like, yay, I want to know me. <laughs> I want to love me. So hopefully everyone's feeling like that now. So the name of the three-month program is the Eat for Energy program. But So it's teaching you how to eat, not what to eat. And using that 
food is a medicine to um, help tap into the essence of you. And so, yeah, you're exactly right. It's not just about the food and understanding the food. The beautiful thing we're going to do um, over the 30 days, so it's a 30-day program. It's called the Hot Belly Cleanse. And basically what it's going to do is that over 30 days, it's going to be like a tune-up for your body. And it's going, it's going to help you embody everybody that you are. And the way we're going to do that, of course, is we're going to work with your mind. So we've got a 21-day abundance activation meditations that we will be going through each day as well. So there's gratitude and journaling exercises through there that you can do. Um, I'm very blessed. I've got a yoga teacher and a kung fu instructor. So what we're going to do is set up a private Facebook group because um, a lot of people were saying, hey, we need accountability. I've tried losing weight before, but I need someone to coach me and keep me motivated. So what we're going to do through that um, private Facebook group over 30 days is going to be daily inspiration and posts. We're going to have the weekly training exercises for the exercise aspect of it. Um, so it's going to be really, really easy. And it's just going to make it simple for you to change your lifestyle. So you're going to get your menu plan. You're going to get your shopping list all done for you. It's all based on the ancient ways. So it's a combination of the five um, element theory and traditional Chinese medicine and understanding ourselves. Of course, we get um, the face reading side of it. I'll be doing a face reading report for everybody. So yay, <laughs> everyone will have a little taste of what that's about <laughs> um, and get to know, hey, what is my superpower? Am I fire? Am I earth? <laughs> Am I metal? Am I water? Am I? Yeah, you know, and what does that mean for me? And so that's what we're going to be looking at, which is really cool, is everybody is different. Everyone is individualized. Um, so it's going to be like an individualized and personalized approach to eating where you're going to use this information for the rest of your life. You're going to understand, okay, if I've got anxiety and I'm someone who's, you know, more likely to that, then how do I help myself? Well, these are the tools that you can do. One of the foods you can use is carrots. Why? Because it's a root vegetable. Why is that helpful? Because it grounds my energy, it gets it out of my head. So you're going to be understanding things on so many different levels, but in a really easy kind of way, because a lot of people also said, hey, it's going to be easy, it's going to fit into my life. And it's also going to be flexible. And that's a really cool thing about the menu design as well. It doesn't matter whether you're vegan or you're on some other kind of diet, you can actually really incorporate each of those aspects into your life as well. So um, the recipes are all provided as well as there's choice of two or three options for each meal. Um, the first part of it, we do a fast as well. So really help rev up that metabolism, help clear out all the crap, <laughs> take your power back and really help get those energy levels back up um, so that you feel amazing over the 30 days. So that's the name of, of the game. <laughs> Hopefully that we're going to use this as a bit of a trial for the first group here as a beta launch. So I'm really excited for bringing all these beautiful aspects of what I've learned, obviously, over the last 40 years and um, putting that all into that space. So going to be a hopefully one-stop shop <laughs> to reboot and transform your life. That's the plan. <laughs> so yeah. I'm really excited about it. And so how can people join? Like how do they contact do they send you a message on Facebook how do they how do they join do you have a website or anything yeah so they can shoot me a message email is probably the easiest way as well and what I wanted to do was a special offer obviously for your beautiful um people on the podcast so we're doing that for the 97 US um and I don't want to put money in the way for people as well so I really want to connect with everyone one-on-one -on -one. I did think about doing a landing page but I'm like hey no this is about me actually caring about you guys 
and transforming things for you. So I would ask everyone to reach out to me personally. Um, my email is the oilywave33 at gmail.com. Um, or you can stalk me on Facebook. You're more, more than welcome to track me down on Facebook, Kelly Sanders, um, on my profile picture and give me a direct message because just put hot belly. I can send some more details for you and say, hey, I heard about this from Joy with Joy And, um, you know, we can do a special offer for you as well. So if, if people just put Joy maybe in their message and then I'll know they've all come through you. Beautiful. That, that would be amazing. I think that sounds good. So really looking forward to sharing it and then helping people transform once and for all. You know, that's the biggest thing I hear people say. Oh, God, I just can't lose this weight. And it's a lifelong battle. So. Let's get this done so you can go have some fun. <laughs> Do something else with the life. Hey? I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. So now, um, thanks for sharing. And um, now we're going to end our, uh, we are going to end with our final five rapid fire questions. So we have five more questions. So every question has to be answered in one word or one sentence maximum. All right. Okay. The first question for you is, what is one thing you wish you knew earlier? Ooh, good question. <laughs> um, probably care. <laughs> the difference between care and love. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> I'll talk about that next time. Okay, second question. If you could live your life all over again, what would you do differently? Nothing. <laughs> I don't oh. believe. I know... I'm always about no regrets. Everything happens for a reason. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. What is something you're trying to learn or curious about right now? Ooh, I'm, I'm learning about self-sufficiency. So I am all on the bio waste at the moment. That's my little personal project of what I'm looking at and biothermal power. So that's <laughs> Great. Love that. Okay, next question. If you had five minutes and the whole world was listening to you, what would you say? I would, I would talk about love, I think, <laughs> and compassion and how we are all connected as one universal consciousness. So that, that's what I, message I would be sharing. Yeah, mind your words and your actions. And put your heart in the right space. <laughs> Beautiful. That's not one Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine yeah so that you have five minutes for that now the last question is what brings you joy freedom yeah that's the biggest thing for me is freedom of self freedom to express freedom to be so that brings, yeah. brings me the biggest joy <laughs> it's the first time a guest said that to me like freedom that brings them joy. I love that. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you so much, Kelly, for taking your time out and being here today and sharing your beautiful energy verse. Um, I know you talk about um your program and the best way to get to you is through Facebook. Of course, I will put all the links in the show notes be below so that people can just click the link and then uh, contact you and get to know you more. All right, guys, I hope you love this episode. Go follow Kelly, go to her website. I know you have a website. I will put a link as well. I know maybe it's not updated, but I will still put it anyway. And book a reading with her, right? Book a reading, join her program anyway, because you will then get the reading with her as well. Uh, so join the program and check out all the amazing things that she's doing. If you have any question, always you can send me a message and I will forward 
forward it to Kelly as well. And if you're not following me, follow me on Instagram at joyan.chan. And if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And I will always leave you the same way as I leave you with every other episode. Show up. The world needs you and you need you. Thanks for listening. And I wish you all a joyful and amazing day ahead. Thanks again to our sponsor, Get the Law of Attraction. Remember to follow them for daily spiritual enrichment and encouragement on their Instagram. If your spiritual ice cream cone is melting a bit, visit them for a fresh scope of your favorite flavor of spiritual encouragement and insights. Their information is in the show notes. Please follow and support them. DM them on Instagram with promo code JOYAN, J-O-Y-A-N for some valuable free gifts and discounts. Hey guys, I hope you love this episode. If you love this episode, take a screenshot of this and share it on your IG stories and tell me what is your biggest takeaway. Remember to tag me at findjoyvjoyan underscore podcast so that we can connect with you. And if you would like to support me personally and support my mission, then please help us rate and review the podcast at Apple Podcast. I read all of them. And until next time, my friend, show up. The world needs you and you need you. You need the best version of yourself every single day. So always strive to be the best you can be in this present moment. Again, thanks for listening. And I will soon be back with another guest in the next episode.